Sports Training Camp 2023, Great Range Premium Bison presents The Drive. T-Mac, it's Orlando Franklin, KJ. Yo. Drew's got a nice shirt on, rooftop. Get in. Orlando is the devil today bringing in them donuts. Why? Oh, I mean, it's very nice, but. I'm on my third one. Mm. Yeah. Just I, heard, I heard the move Chad Brown does, and we all love Chad Brown, but Chad claims that he'll eat half of a donut and he'll split it in half with a napkin. But if you see half of a donut in the box, you're not assuming the dude, like, split it up with a napkin, right? I mean, you're just assuming that's a slob, you know. Yeah, <laughs> Did it with his hands. Yeah, how, how the hell would I know that you split it up with a napkin there, Maybe Chad? they even ate the half. And just uh, like, yeah, dude, who, who goes after the half of a donut in the donut box? The person that Wow, had everybody some... just shook their heads like, uh-huh. No, she definitely no, I'm telling no, you. I said... I'm, I'm telling if you, the person. If it's ripped in half, no. But if it's cut cleanly in half, like someone took a, a plastic knife or something and cut it, maybe. Uh, I've well, got to see the knife, though. No. I've got to see the knife. Come on, guys. The obvious answer is who goes for the half-eaten donut is the person that got there late and there's no more donuts. I'd say this. I'd say we'd only all, the half-eaten donut left. We'd all say out loud we wouldn't go for the half-donut and all of us would look left, look right, make sure nobody was looking, and all of us would grab that donut. <laughs> if there's nothing left. That's right. All of us have probably done it. it. All of us are trying to be above board with, like, how great we are, and all of us would go for that uh, half-eaten donut. And we may even do a Costanza if it was in the garbage, and it looked kind of okay. Like, if how about if the donut box is in the garbage? Donut box is in the garbage, and the donut's in the donut box. You're just going to have a look of defeat in your face, too. When you get the half-eaten donut, you're just like, oh, I mean, I guess. I mean, there's nothing left. So uh, just... All right. Well, yeah, corruption. Corruption in college football. Uh, D-Mac, diehard Bronco fan, started going to games in the Old Mile High when I was seven. Uh, I will take a University of Tennessee game over a Broncos game seven out of ten times. The atmosphere is electric. There's something different. Uh, last year's Tennessee-Alabama game, just as memorable. Of, uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, listen, I get it. You know, I don't, what do I, I Of course I get. From that standpoint, that, that person is absolutely right. Because in my seven years in NFL, some of the games that I played in college, you can't even replicate that in the NFL, in, in my opinion. Yeah, there's some of those games against, like, the Raiders and the Chiefs, and, you know, it's about, like, the playoffs, and it feels as close to that as possible. But I remember at my senior year playing in the horseshoe, one hundred and fifteen thousand, and it was nuts. That's yeah. the first time Miami's playing Ohio State since they lost back in the day in, in that national championship, and I think oh one or something like that. Yeah, so. my sister in law went to Penn State, and we were visiting her. And listen, I went to Syracuse. That's fifty fifty thousand in the Carrier Dome at the time. We went down to Happy Valley for a Penn State game, and I mean, dude. It's a hundred thousand people. It's unbelievable. Like there's, I've really not seen anything that can replicate it in the NFL. The only thing that that tops it for me in the NFL is the skill level. Well, yeah, I just, I just like the brand of. I mean, I've been to Super Bowls and, and championship games and humble brag. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, you know, I'm just a fan. Say what just you just. It is what it is. You've been to Super Bowls. Uh, that's well, yeah. You know, it's funny. Super Bowls are actually a weird one. Because half the crowds, not even half, it's like a quarter of the crowds for one team, a quarter of crowds 
The other team, That's and then nice. half the crowd is like the best-selling Oldsmobile dealer that got a pair of tickets and it's got a trip or whatever. I mean, or or a lot of families that kind of sit on their hands and don't really cheer like you know yeah. real fans do. So it's it's different, man. It's the Super Bowls aren't the most exciting games I've been to. The most exciting NFL games I've been to are uh, cha- championship week. Yes, AFC or NFC home championship games. Yeah. I mean, those are. I mean, when you played in one of them. You won it. Yeah, it was unbelievable, too. Compare that to your best college experience. Not even close, I'm telling you. I've had big game after big game in college. Every year, Miami versus FSU. So those games felt bigger than the time you played in the AFC Championship game? As, as Atmosphere, environment, yeah. fan base, yes. Wow, uh, Fan really? base is losing their mind. Um you know, driving in, it, it's just different, especially with how early I would get to games. Oh, that's pretty wild, man. Yeah. You get to a game three hours before a college game, and, and there will be like 80,000 people out there. That topped the AFC Championship game that you guys won. Just That's crazy. Felt, All right. Yeah. All right. Well, you played in it. You know. And I remember after the game, I was just like, why do I, Why are we out here this long? Like, could I go in? I want to, like, change. And I was ready to get off the field and just, just get out of all my equipment and stuff like that. So better experience for you overall in football, pro or college? Um, pro. Okay. Take the money out of it. Out of both. Out of both. Out of both. Just take the money out of college. Then. College top. Who are you closer to? Your your pro teammates or your college teammates? That one's hard. That, that, because if you if you minus three people that were my pro teammates out, I would say college. Ryan Clady, Ryan Harris, and Chris Cooper. Mm-hmm. Those are like three of my best friends. Like mm-hmm. we we talk all the time. Uh, uh, but if so, if you minus those three out, I would definitely say college because I have a group chat with college, and you know those are your brothers. You you guys went through something together, and just remember like being broke and winning a big game at FSU and going to the Grove and just like hovering around seeing who somebody buy me a drink please. Like kind of like, like you you're scrumming it with those guys, you know, mm-hmm. like just absolutely slumming it. So, I, but at the same time, like you get, you develop certain relationships in the NFL that just can't be broken. So for me, uh, I would probably say college as far as the more of a quantity. But, um, you know, as far as, you know, once I got to the NFL, there are a couple guys that are really important figures in my life for sure. Okay. Well, you play big time both. You play big time at both. So it's all right. It's all right. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no man, O's, O's played. Uh, you know, ain't, ain't small time with Orlando. Mister Super Bowls and championship games. Yeah, man. Okay. What What was your best college season? I'll, I'll get off it after this. But what was what What was your best record in college at Miami? I don't recall. Uh, I don't recall. I mean, it wasn't well, great. Ever, I no, promise it you wasn't. That. You didn't um, have great records. Your, my my freshman year, three years or four years there for you in Miami. Uh, four years there. Four years. So okay. my freshman year with uh, the, what was that? The, the Chick Fil A Bowl at LSU, but we lost that one, mm. and that was like the brawl, and I didn't suit up for that game. Okay. So there was that one, and then the following year we didn't even make it to a bowl game. Wow, is that right? Yeah. Okay. And then. Um, the year after that, Randy Shannon was like, oh, you guys don't want to make it to a bowl game? This is what we're going to do now. We're going to just not have your names on the jerseys anymore. Okay. So that was my junior year. And then uh, my senior year, we lost to uh, Notre Dame in, in El Paso. 
in in that bowl game, and our coach was getting fired or got fired wow. before the game. So, but you you still enjoyed your experience at Miami? Oh, absolutely, best four years of my life. Okay, so you yeah. wouldn't have. What were your other offers? What were your other significant offers that you had? I, I, I finished with 79 Division one offers. That's me. I could have went that's, anywhere. That's my, uh, the five schools that I visited the first time around was Michigan, sorry, Ohio time State. Out, time out. Did you just say you had 79 Division one offers? Yeah. <laughs> so I visited Ohio State, Michigan, um, wow. Florida, Florida State, and Miami. Wow. That, that was my, my five official. Why didn't you go to Ohio State? I, I, I knew... That I needed to, it, I had to have a little bit smaller of a campus. Well, I, I would not yeah, be able to succeed okay. out there. That was the most. Well, I haven't been to Michigan, so I can't. I can't tell you. But then it was the same exact thing. Is, is there the Michigan too, campus? Is that a stadium? Is that on campus? Uh yeah, it's it's right there. It's right there. Because I was blown away to see the horseshoe was like in the middle of campus at Ohio State. Yeah. I, I was I was blown away by that. Yeah, well, Michigan I'm, Stadium is. Yeah. It's in the middle Michigan's of campus. Michigan's in yeah. the middle yeah. of campus. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But you don't really notice it because it all goes down below street level. Yeah. My so wife's like the outside, then it's all down. Yeah. My, my wife's born on Ohio State's campus. Dude, I I can't even imagine turning down Ohio State. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, to me, that was, I've never seen anything like it. It seemed cool as hell. The whole town is about it. I mean, I get it. It's Ohio. Maybe that's not so great. You're looking for some sunshine or something. No, uh, that's not what I was looking the at. The atmosphere must be absurd. I'm sure Michigan is like that, too, though. Honestly, I'll tell you what. Our keyhole walked into my living room and, and walked in with all five national championship rings at the University of Miami. He won mm-hmm. one as a player, one was a, as a grad assistant, and won three as a coach. Mm-hmm. And he looked me in my face. He said, hey, you're coming here. You're going to get drafted in the first round. You're going to leave after three years. And you're well, going to start as about, a freshman. He lied about everything. Uh, well, I started as a freshman. Drafted so in the second round. Drafted in the second. Did not win a national championship. But, I mean, like, how do you say no to that? Like, it, What did they tell you at Ohio State then? You'll have to compete. We'll see what it, see how it goes for you. You know, No, it was more so like I, I was nitpicking at little things. I, for instance, I remember crossing Florida off my list because Urban Meyer said, I said, yeah, what about my number? What about, I wore 75 in high school. I was like, what about my number? He's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, you could have your number. Absolutely. Okay. As a true freshman, you could get your number. Okay. I look at the roster. They have a true sophomore that was just all SEC, the right guard. He wore 75. Mm-hmm. How the hell am I going to get 75? Well, you weren't. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, like, I was like, yep, I'm, I'm done with you guys. Wow, right? that's that's why like, you threw out Urban Meyer lied? Like, Florida, like, Tim it. Tebow, Gators, like, back in the heyday. This is, like, 05, 06. Yeah, they're yeah, they're yeah. rolling out there. Right. I was just like, yeah, I'm not doing this. All right, so... Like, just little things like that. But for me, when I got to Ohio State and I started talking about the academic aspect, I knew I was going to fail in a situation like that. Really? I needed to be in a smaller classroom. Oh, okay. The teachers were going to know if I was in class. They were going to know my name. Oh, well, Ohio well. State's huge. So is Michigan. Yeah, they know you by your ID Miami's number. tiny, right? My biggest class in four years in Miami was 40 students. Yeah. We had 9,800 undergrad. Period. Small yeah. place. Small Hmm. Okay. How was the pay? Um, I I never got paid. Just joking. Yeah, I never got paid. I, I missed it, I think, by like two or three years. <laughs> you poor, but I'll tell you your, this. Your poor mom. Yeah, don't drop, a, don't drop anything on the ground because I'll pick it up. There you go. <laughs> During those four years. 
All right, so uh, this was kind of spurred on seeing the the Johnny Manziel stuff. And um, did you catch up with uh, Hard Knocks or, or not yet? Yeah, I watched a little bit of it. I mean, I, I've never been a big Hard Knocks. I know person. a lot of a lot of UX pros just just don't care about Hard Knocks. Everything on Hard yeah. Knocks to me feels fake. Everything. I, I the last one for me was when they did with the Houston Texans, and this is when I was still in the NFL and it had JJ Watt on it. And he would go outside at the end, late night, and he was in the dark, and he was hitting the dummy and 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 doing like pass rush drills against the dummy while he was in street clothes. I'm just like, dude, you know you're not doing this if the cameras are not out there. Like, what the heck is this? So for me, it's all just for TV when I watch it. So it's hard for me to get into it fully. Okay, fair enough. Um, you know, the only takeaway that I would stick with with Aaron Rodgers is uh, he's completely aware that he's on TV or being filmed. It's other. It's, it's but it is. It is man. It's the Aaron Rodgers show, top to bottom. Uh, we'll see if they even focus on, you know, any rookies. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Then I remember the other night too. I was watching like Nathaniel Hackett talk about like how important it is to be on time and mm-hmm. all these different things and and the, the big spiel that he went and just this big conversation, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like he's given this dissertation to this offense. And I'm just like, last year, dude, you were late to your head coach and interview press conference every every week. Dude, every every week they were late. And they were never on time. Like, yeah, so now you got coaches just doing it for TV. So it's just so hard to really dive into that. And you look at a guy like Aaron Rodgers, you know that he's going to take the opportunity to kind of massage his image in a situation like this. Uh, But are you... hmm. I I think he's a bum. (laughs) Are we... When you watch Hard Knocks, though, I am curious. Throw it out there. Do y'all have regrets that Rodgers isn't here? I mean, you watch it. The guy's slinging it all over the place. He looks rejuvenated and happy. He gets along great with Hackett. Every player on the team is is seemingly uh, in awe of him and connecting with him. He's coaching up Zach Wilson. I mean, I, I you could see where, holy cow, how do any of these rookies as quarterbacks – really work out at all with all these men that they have to be in charge of and, and they have to lead and you're just a kid. You yeah. know, how how do they actually do it? And I think Zach Wilson should be incredibly grateful to get at least a couple of years to be mentored by Aaron Rodgers and we'll see if he's got the talent to stick around the NFL or not. It's but awesome he was, that he's mentoring Zach Wilson because all the reports that I heard the last couple of years that he wasn't doing that for Jordan Love. Well, he's doing it with Zach Wilson. Well, yeah, because he probably isn't threatened. He's not ticked off by Zach Wilson. He so, was brought in, in over Zach Wilson. Yeah. Jordan Love was supposed to be the replacement. Yeah, and they took Jordan Love the year after that football team was just went deep into the playoffs yeah, and could have used wide receiver. In the 20s, in the first round. It was a dumb pick. And it, it set uh, discord with Aaron Rodgers and the team, and it just was a mess. It Well, one year he won an MVP, and then they flamed out, and Last year they went nine and eight and did nothing, and you know now he's gone. Yeah. And now we'll see with Jordan Love, but I think Zach Wilson will have a much better shot to make it in the NFL after being under Aaron Rodgers for a couple of years. So I'm not going to write off Zach Wilson yet. No way, no. you know, because I think the mentorship he's about to get could be really, really valuable. And you know the way things go: guys get hurt, things happen. You don't know how long Aaron Rodgers is going to be there. So for Zach Wilson, I, I think you're in a fair spot. But one thing that I picked up is that, man, these veteran quarterbacks just know how things should go. 
and a lot of players instantly take to leadership. And I'm sure you saw that with Peyton Manning. I'm sure Peyton walked here day one, and there was no doubt about who was in charge, even though he was new to the team. Yes, 100%. And that's why for me last year with the Broncos, I don't know that just having an Aaron Rodgers would have just made things instantly that much better. You don't think so? No, because at that time, Nathaniel Hackett still was the head football coach and wanted to call the plays as well. I think Aaron Rodgers and Nathaniel Hackett working in this role would be different with than if Nathaniel Hackett is head coach. And now Nathaniel Hackett has to now spend a third of the time with the defense, a third of the time on special teams as well. So just because now it's just them and it's just about the offense and that's what they're focused on every single day, I think that relationship benefits because of it. So for me, when I watch it, yeah, I get enamored with Aaron Rodgers and he's a great quarterback. It reminds me a lot of Peyton Manning and how he goes about things and and you get that he's the boss, but at the same time, I don't know that that – would have been a great working relationship with Nathaniel Hackett being the head coach of the Broncos last year. Let, let me ask you guys this. If Aaron Rodgers and Coach Hackett were here last year together, yeah, and whatever happened last year, good, bad, or indifferent, no matter what, George Payton probably would have been fired, correct? What? George Payton? Why? George Payton. George Payton, no way. Good, bad, or indifferent. No, no, no. What are you talking well, about? Well, what I'm saying is everyone's going to talk Hackett was going to be exposed in some shape, form, or fashion. Oh, so let's I, say we get, I, I don't know. What are you saying? Time out. What do you think the Broncos' record would have been last year with Hackett and Rodgers? With this roster, 8-9 at best. Oh? I'll go 9-8. and eight. I'll go 9-8 and eight too. There ain't no way George Payton's going to get fired after that. Are you kidding me? They have a season like that. The story is... This is just what we needed for year one. Wait till they connect. Aaron Rodgers always has a fall guy. And I'm telling you, in some shape, form, or fashion. At eight and nine or nine and eight? You tell me, man. No way. He doesn't care. No way, man. When he wants his guys in here, he's going to get them in here, whatever that looks like. Well, guess what? That would have been an interesting story as well because Aaron Rodgers wants to bring it. And that's... Another reason why I think Aaron Rodgers did not try to force his way completely out of Green Bay. Like, it's the situation. The Broncos are not moving on from Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick and Jerry Judy, K.J. Hamm. No, you're inheriting those guys last year if you came here if you're Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but you you don't know in year two, this is what happened with Payton. In year two, guys are like lining up to come to the Broncos. Guys couldn't wait to come come to the Broncos because Peyton Manning was here. Year yeah. one, I would say, guys were lining up <laughs> well right. to, to come here. Well, uh, okay, I've, I'm forgetting exactly when Peyton committed here. In terms yeah, I'm of pretty sure that, that's when we got like Tammy and them and like uh, Dreesen oh, came on board. Like, you would have to go back and look at know. everything, but I mean, guys still wanted to come in and play. I think Aaron Rodgers looked at the Jets and looked at the situation and, and knew that, hey, I could get my guys in the wide receiver room. Give me one player who came here because of, of Russell Wilson. One player that Give me came one here player because of Russell Wilson? We got here because of Russell Wilson. Give me one. Billy DJ Turner. Jones. Billy, Billy DJ Turner. Jones? <laughs> Billy Turner came here because of Nathaniel Hackett, and he's with Hackett in, the, in New York, too. Yeah. I'm just DJ trying to think. Jones. Freddie Swain? <laughs> Freddie well, I mean, <laughs> Well, well, all right, well, all right, you might yeah, be there. Yeah, he got you there, yeah. He <laughs> got me there. You got me there. I forgot about the Freddie Swain oh, wait, uh, experience. The, the Freddie Swain era was amazing. Yeah. <laughs>
I mean, who's who's the linebacker? Oh my gosh, I'm I'm, I'm drawing a uh, Bobby Wagner. Yeah, well, what happened to Bobby Wagner? Well, we know how this. What happened to Bobby Wagner? Fifteen million a year happened to Bobby well, Wagner right. out there was... in L. A. Too. You yeah. Know? You want to go be on a TV show? Maybe Freddie a movie. Freddie Swain, man, you got a gold star there, KJ. <laughs> Freddie freaking Swain. How many catches did Freddie Swain have for the Broncos last year, bro? How many targets did he have for the Broncos? Last year? Probably we, ten. We, I'm going over under ten. Oh, God, I don't I don't Freddie Swain. Give me 11. Yeah, Peyton got like Aqib Tlaib and uh, DeMarcus Ware. T. Knighton. Right. Like, guys were like, yeah, Russell Russell got go. Freddie Swain. <laughs> Freddie Swain had uh, six targets and four catches for the Broncos. <laughs> nice. Well, the percentage is off the charts. Yeah, in three games. He only played three games. I mean, we should have thrown the ball more to <laughs> Freaking Freddie Swain. He had a long two different offenses, too. Yeah. How the hell did three. he? He averaged 18 and a half yards of reception. Hold on. How the hell did KJ pull that? I, I don't know. That, that, is, that is the pull of all time, time, man. I, I remember all the glory days with Russell Wilson. All right? <laughs> yes, sir. There you go, baby. This is the drive on the fan. Freddie Swain. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Training Miami. Camp 2023, Lincoln Tech. Put your potential to work. Presents The Drive. Can y'all feel that? Can y'all feel that? Jig it out. Uh, here I am in the place where I come let go. In Miami, the base and the sunset low. Every day like a Mardi Gras. Everybody party all day. No work. KJ, you're getting your flowers on the uh, text line for uh, Freddie Swain. Deservedly so. Oh, thank you. Another name too, though. Montreal, Washington. We're discussing that while you were out. Montreal, that's right. Well, but that's... Hold on, hold on. We said who came here... Because of Russell Wilson? Oh, I guess technically because of Russell Wilson, because Russell Wilson drafted Montreal Washington. Mm-hmm. I guess that's not what the intent was, but mm-hmm. I guess by the letter of the semantics law, you got that one too. Jer Bear? What about Jer Bear? Did he come here because of Russell Wilson? <laughs> <laughs> if the Broncos don't have Russell Dude, Wilson, he came, he came you know, are the owners of, saying, hey, you know what, we, we're going to hire Jer Bear? Yeah, he came here because of five, four, <laughs> three, two, one. But if it was a backup quarterback, five, four, three, two, one, would you make? You would have never made a change. Like you expect the order of operation to look a lot better. I don't think with so. Russell Wilson. I'll tell you this, man. Another guy that came here because of Russell Wilson, Jay Keeps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you? Do, what are we doing? Here? <laughs> what, what, what are we really? What are we really doing? Hey, man. Hey, Russ has had a few. He had a good week. And it's been asked to me a few times, hey, what do you, you want? They got to score a touchdown tomorrow. Nah. You know what I want to see? Can you just make the operation look smooth? That's all. Score a touchdown. You don't score a touchdown. Don't get humiliated like you did in Buffalo. We can't see that either. I mean, that was bad. But I'm just looking for, oh, you know, pick up a few first downs. If you score, you score. If you don't, you don't. Are the plays coming in? Are you getting to the line quickly? Does it just look like, you know, and by the way, it's okay if it stinks a little bit in the first series as long as it gets better the rest of the way. You can make mistakes. 
they, Absolutely. You know, there's there's a right. ton of mistakes that are going to happen on that football field tomorrow night, whether it's with the ones, twos, or threes. It's going to happen with this whole entire football team. It just has to look like a NFL football team, in my opinion. And yeah, how does that how about look? that? Get it out, out of the huddle. Get to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Do guys look like they know what's going on? Does Russell Wilson look like he knows exactly where what's going on? Is there the trust factor? For me, that's the biggest thing in these preseason games, the trust factor. Yeah. You know, that, I think that's what we'll get a, a good grasp on as how a could, whole cons- entire community. How concerned are we about the field? <laughs> Is there any kind of like, like, hey, man, what about this field? I mean, it was taking suckers down left and right there in Arizona. Yeah, they're going to play on it this week, right? So you was, hope that they stop practicing it, on it by yesterday and you get, what, I two doubt days? It. It's and, still like a hundred and – it's like, a you know, an inferno but, at the inferno. Yeah, they, they got get, their own facility. Yeah, so they roll it – you roll it on out there for whatever purpose that you roll it out there for, but then you get it right back in after it's done being watered, right? I don't know. Should we call some of our, uh, our guys down there in Arizona? That'd be kind of funny. Call Gambo and some of those Bruins and like be like, "What are you guys doing to, to our field?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know. If, you know, where do you think they are talking about the Cardinals? Mm. Our bros, our sister station in Arizona, Arizona sports. life. Oh my God, what are they talking about? Are the Cardinals going to win three games this year? Well, they may be all about the Diamondbacks. That's right what I was now. just about to say. Well, yeah, the D-backs have lost like eight in a row, though. Oh, have so, they really? Yeah, they've yeah. Oh, they, they hit the skids too. So they're, they're, they're probably obsessed about talking about how the. The Suns are going to collapse again this year, and uh, well, they're probably talking about ASU and Arizona going to the Big Twelve. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's probably their lead off right now. They yeah. saved them, and then they got. Well, I heard they're going to build that hockey arena in Mesa now. Allegedly. Oh, they are. So, well, yeah, nice. supposedly they're going to buy some land out there. Supposedly they 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 had the, you should have seen the plan they had in Tempe. It was awesome. They're bringing they the same do. plan to Mesa. It's the same same concept. All right, they get it done. But it's they cool. They had the land. They had someone's this. lying to you. They just couldn't get it through the you know the hoozy what's it's there in Tempe. <laughs> I don't know. There's so much going on when you just try to build a new stadium. They, right? Nobody the has. They have to say yes to it. Nobody has like more going on with as little success. As Arizona sports right now. What do you mean? They're supposed to win the NBA this year. I mean, they're yeah, but they're the not. They're they're <laughs> not. They put they, together the best team in the last like ten decades in the NBA, man. It's so humiliating for them in Arizona right now, and I think they would say it. Like everything they got going on in Arizona, like a lot going on, and it's all terrible. <laughs> like not one of their teams is really that good. Mm. None of them. Hey, man, we're we're coming off two back to back parades in June. What can I tell you? So you can't say things aren't going well here in Colorado. Things aren't going well for everybody at the same time. But, man, we've had two parades for two different sports. We have had two parades. But who, at the who, same else time, is, who else is making that claim? At the who same else has time, that? At the same time, what is Colorado known for? Well, it's not the abs, uh, not the nuggets. Oh. I mean, so it's been we were just the laughing stock of the National Football League. Last oh, year. do you say that's what Colorado's known for? Yes. Oh, I thought. Oh, no, I wasn't going there. No. Let's talk about the Broncos. By the way, Aaron Rodgers has a handshake we saw. Oh, on, with uh, Sauce Gardner? It's yeah. uh, unbelievable. A little, yeah. little, mm. little. Is that legal in New York? Yeah, I don't know if it's legal in New York. Yeah. You know? I don't, I don't know. either. This little that's code. Be interesting. I want to see if that's going to remain the handshake for the rest of the year. I can't believe they put that in. Yeah. Hey, look at this. Look at, look at this handshake with Aaron Rodgers that ends like uh, simulating smoking a doobie. It's, that's what's also blew my mind about the whole situation where 
It's like Aaron Rodgers has kind of leaned into the like younger guys like a lot more than I've kind of ever seen coming out of Green Bay. You know, Sauce Gardner's going into year two, and he's giving Aaron Rodgers a chain, and they seem like they're the best of friends on TV. Yeah, well, Aaron Rodgers has the maturity of a 22-year-old, so that's naturally <laughs> who he would be attracted to. Plus, he's got to figure out what girlfriend he's going to date for six months and then destroy her dreams and dump her in his eight-bedroom mansion in Jersey. Eight bedrooms? Like, for who? Oh, that's what he got? For what? He got eight? He got eight bedrooms, ten bathrooms. Too mm. short of Russ. He's going to let the offensive lineman come and go live with him. He's, something's going to be happening there it's in not Jersey. His family. Uh, and family? He doesn't even <laughs> talk to his family. Oh, I know. No. I don't know. He probably has a million hanger-oners <laughs> and agents and, you know, yay Aaron boys around him. And, yeah. you know, who knows what he's got. Pat McAfee coming in town. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The, 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 the Aaron Rodgers suck-ups are Gotta probably the, all over the, the place. junior suite for Pat McAfee. Yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is just surrounded by people who tell him how awesome he is all the time. What a life. Should have played quarterback. Dang. Well, you were, you were a bit heavy to play quarterback. I would have been able to get in shape. I would have really? certainly looked better than Jamarcus Russell. I mean, you said you were in the, the, the fat guy club in college. Oh, yeah. What I, I, trust me. At a young age, I realized, D-Mac, that if I was going to make it in football, I was going to have to be an offensive lineman, okay? <laughs> the D-line, it wasn't going to work. Defensive end, it wasn't going to work. Uh, tight end, can't catch. <laughs> Quarterback, can't throw. So at some point, you just got to say, okay, this is what I got. I, but I love the physicality. Mm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. let, let's gain 150 pounds in high school and double your weight. What a great plan. <laughs> it worked. It worked. <laughs> it, I, like, I got to say. Went uh, all in and it worked. The two mind-blowing things that Orlando Franklin has said in the past couple days. You, you ready for this, KJ? Drew? He hit us with a depth chart. I only ever started. I never looked at it. That was one. And today, I had 79 Division One offers. Mm. It's like. KJ, how many Super Bowls have you been to? Zero. Uh, Drew, how many Super Bowls have you been to? Zero. D-Mac, how many Super Bowls have you been to? Fifteen. <laughs> You're talking about me. <laughs> In the stands. I've been to 15 Super Bowls. Wow. Boom. Been to one. Uh, oh, that was really, that was the only one you ever went to? The one you played oh, in? Oh, yeah, I went to two. I watched my father-in-law. Atlanta, New England. I was in the stands that for that one. Rooting for Atlanta? My father-in-law was on oh, Atlanta Bobby. style. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, sorry. That was painful. Could you believe what was happening? Were run the, you, run uh, the dang ball. I know. There I was know. like, there was chance. Run the football. How did, how did Kyle, I mean, I know this is a sidebar here, but how did Kyle, I don't know, man. It blows does, my mind. How does he live with it? Yeah, blows the, my the mind. The two guys. His thought process is opposite. The two, and then he had, you know, I think, his San Francisco role, too, yeah. which is not great. So I think, these, I think these play callers get caught up, and they want it so bad. I think Kyle wanted it so bad for Matt Ryan. <sighs> and just like, you know, when Russ's second Super Bowl, whoever that play caller was just wanted it. Dude, if, if you turn around and hand the ball off to Beast Mode, he scores a touchdown. Is Russ the Super Bowl MVP? Probably not. I think they were doing it to make Russ the MVP. <sighs> I was at that one. Yeah. I don't think Russ is the MVP, even if he throws a touchdown there. I do not. Really? No, I think uh, Marshawn was was gonna win that one. Um, it just was like his world. The the yeah the two 
teams or guys that I, I don't know how they sleep at night are everybody associated with the Falcons and Kyle and uh, Dan Quinn. I don't know how they sleep. And I really seriously, if, if man, at least, at least most of those guys in the Seahawks did win the year before, unfortunately, over the Broncos. Mm-hmm. So maybe that, maybe that makes it a little bit easier. But of all the dumb things you've ever seen in a Super Bowl, can you believe that happened? And, and, we, and I, I got to give credit to Malcolm Butler, though, too, because it might have been like it was bad. Oh, it was bad. But that play, man, I've seen teams run that play a million times. And I, the only time I've ever seen a ball intercepted on that play was in the Super Bowl. Most of the time, first of all, most of the time it's either a touchdown, oh, or it's an incomplete pass, right? If you throw uh... – Russ, of course, gets Super Bowl MVP in that game. I don't he think he needed threw, a touchdown he pass. He would have threw three touchdowns. Zero interceptions. Um, so, uh, okay, I don't know. You could be right. What, mean, what was Lynch? What, what yeah, were Lynch's numbers? Lynch, Lynch had 24 for 102, one touchdown. Mm, well, maybe you're right. Yeah, so if so Russ gets three, he would have had three. Three to one. He would have had three to zero. Oh, three no, to one with Marshawn. Yeah. yeah, or two and two. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Mar- three and one or two and two. And Marshawn would have had and he over, would have had, and he, he would have been over four yards to carry as well. And he would have had the game winning touchdown, touchdown less than a minute two. Yeah. Walk off. Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, uh, you're probably right on that, actually. All right. Good memory. Good internet. Good internet using. <laughs> memory. This yeah. memory doesn't work. It's a okay. Google machine. All right, what we got here? Bum 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 bum. Oh, okay, cool. So we know what's happening with opening night for the uh, for the Nuggets. Yeah. Oh, it's tasty. Oh, Hang on. Well, it's spicy. We'll give it to you next. It's Training Camp 2023. Great Range Premium Bison presents The Drive. All right. Uh, football at four. We'll get into uh, the keys to Russell Wilson's success. Coming up, football at four in a little bit, but... So NBA 2K comes out, gives Jokic a 98, top player. Drew, what did you say? There's 20 dudes who have a, a 90-plus rating. Yeah, 20 right? guys, 90 or above. Do you, you know them? Can I you, do. Can you just list them? Yeah. Right, what, what, what do we got? All right, so you got Jokic, number one, 98. Yeah. Giannis, LeBron, Joel Embiid, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, all at 96. Okay. Uh, Luka, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, 95s. Uh, see, Kawhi Leonard, Devin Booker, Damian Lillard. Shea Gilgis Alexander, Anthony Davis, all 94s. Mm. John Morant, Zion, 92. Zion? Zion. What? Zion. Zion gets a 92. Why? Why? I don't know. We're still living off of Duke. Okay. Yeah. Oh, is yeah, the okay. buffet factored into that rating? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm just saying. His, his injury tab's got to be like 92. Two. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, and then Donovan Mitchell, also 92. And then Kyrie, James Harden, and Jalen Brown are all 90s. Wow, so where's Jamal? Jamal is, he's an 88. Oh, he's going to be pissed off about that, Let's no see, doubt about that. He is, he is going to be ticked about that. Jamal, I know, is a big uh, video game guy. Mm. Like, he, it's like more like... It's uh, what you do, man, when you're a professional athlete. When that video game comes out, you yeah. want to know your rating. Yeah, he'll be... He, I like that, because I'll put a chip on his shoulder. Hey, man, who would you rather have? Seriously, give it to me. Would you rather have Devin Booker or Jamal Murray? Devin Booker. Oh, come on. Jamal Murray. No way, man. I'd way rather have Jamal. I like his game better. 
Yeah. I like I like what he does with Jokic better. Plus, he can do more things other than score the basketball. Yeah, man, and I don't know if anybody checked on it, but he's a champion. Yeah. Isn't that true? What's 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 Booker got going on? I'm not saying Booker's a bad okay. player. Okay. I just would rather have Jamal. Yeah, not, and, not, and that thought process, absolutely right. But for me, like, and I guess the one added thing I will say is Jamal Murray knows how to operate without the basketball in his hands. Right. Evan Booker's like, give me the ball. Like he's just standing there, like, like what the hell are you doing? It, give it, me the basketball. I saw that, I saw that right? the thing together. Like it was Durant and Booker is a better twosome. Then Jokic and Murray. I are saw you, that, and I thought that was absolute garbage. Yeah. So let me tell you yeah. something. But they don't know how to play with each other, though. So they how don't. far does that duo go a year from now not, after playing really with each other? Exactly. Not to mention Booker is on the most hated team, and you're on the most hated team without a championship. So what does that really mean? Dude, the best twosome in the NBA by a freaking mile is Jokic and Murray. They just put a championship together. They've got the best two-man game in the NBA. It's proven. Lock, stock, and barrel. What so are we what, doing here? So why hasn't Jamal been an all-star yet? <laughs> I, well, he, well, AG should have been an all-star last year, flat out. Jamal kind of came on a little bit later and was a little bit inconsistent because he was still getting better from his leg. So is he an all-star this year? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the way that all-star stuff works is, and the MVP oh, works up. is they factor in what you did at the end. They're not supposed to, but they do. They factor in what you did at the end of one year and then they take it to about, I don't know, 40% up until the All-Star game. So, yeah, Jamal Murray's got money in the bank. Jamal Murray is an All-Star next See, year. See, for me, when when you just look at pure ball skills, pure shooting ability, i rather Devin Booker for the simple fact that there's not many nights that that guy's off. There are nights where Jamal is oh off. There Lord. are nights where Jamal has to find his shots. Orlando. There are all nights where Jamal has to say, hey, up. let me defer to somebody. What are you doing, Orlando? What do you Orlando? mean you're going to throw up? Well, this I mean, is true. You're, you're going Tell against, me, what am I saying? No, I'm not. I'm not oh, I, I agree with you about the two-man game, You're D-Man. going against Logic and Canada all at the same oh, time. My goodness gracious. I mean, how, how dare you violate <laughs> uh, Logic <laughs> and Canada? All right, here's the, uh, here's the news. Of course. I mean, we could just scream all night about they're, they're two incredible players. But, yeah. I mean, I'm taking our guy. I'm taking our guy. And I'm taking Canada. <laughs> um, and, I'm, and I'm not? Is that what you're apparently saying? Apparently not. <laughs> I mean, it's your words, not mine. Yeah, I love a poutine just as much as the next person. I'll go to Tim Hortons anytime you want. Let's go to Tim. We, we want to go. We want to go. We want to go. Canadian references here. Let's go. We can throw, some, we can throw some Bieber on. Okay. Opening <laughs> a night. Back to. Oh, <laughs> I want Rush before I want Nickelback. But hey, I'm cool. I'll take Brian Adams before I take Nickelback. I'll, I'll take. You know, we can keep going if you want. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, a boot. Okay. Uh, organization? <laughs> Process? Zed? There you go. Opening night for the NBA. October 24th. This is awesome. It's a Tuesday. So block it off. Lakers at Nuggets is going to kick off the NBA season on Tuesday night, October 24th. And that's a national TNT. That's got to be a 6 o'clock, 620. I mean, whatever time that starts. So a 6 o'clock game here in the Mile High City to kick off the NBA season. Where are you going to be on Tuesday night, October 24th? I'm not working. I'm t- I already texted Raj. I'm off. We're going to be raising day. banners. We're going to be dropping rings. <laughs> That's the best part about it. Are you, you kidding me? You are doing it in front of the Lakers. In Again. front of the Lakers. Let's go. Out. Let's keep this thing going. Who's your Who's going to have the last laugh now? Who's your daddy t-shirts with Michael Malone? <laughs> I mean, it is going to be all of that. Mm. All of it. 
LeBron, LeBron, oh, LeBron, are you thinking about retiring now? At the start of your, what is this, year 21 for LeBron? Right? Yeah, uh, I think I'm, yeah. that's yeah. correct. Year 21, at the start of it, you got to go watch the Nuggets, the team that swept oh. you. Oh. Yeah, what, this is six months ago. Just unveil the banner, get rings. I mean, can you imagine how close they're going to come to almost beating the Nuggets with Ryu? Mm. Can you can you imagine how that's going to go? That's a close. This is the closest LeBron James is ever going to get to a championship ring ever again. Wow! Hey, hey, hey. I like that right there. How <laughs> <Not> wrong? <laughs> I love it. October 24th. Can't get here soon enough, man. Can't get here soon enough. Okay, why the hell was Jokic in Manhattan Beach? Does anybody know why Jokic was in Manhattan Beach? Aside from, you know, giving Colin Cowherd something to smile about this week. But aside from that, why was he in Manhattan Beach? Mm. There has to be something behind the scenes going on with basketball. For him to be, first of all, in America. I, was, <laughs> I wonder if he's, he's going to be like the cover guy for NBA 2K24 this year. Ah. Uh, no, no, no. Kobe Bryant's already got that. He's got both covers. Oh, well, no, oh, he does. Yeah. I can't think of another reason. They're, they're, I bet you it's something. Getting that shoe deal done. Yeah, you uh, know, I bet you it's, it's got to be. ones. Well, it's got to be some significant business reason. I don't think it's horses. Heck no. No, so there's got to be something. I think you're right. It's got to be something advertising. Got to be, yeah, something like that. Commercial, but, maybe shooting new commercial. Something. A lot of money was made. Adidas guy. I don't. I don't even oh, know. it's got to be. Oh no, he's he a Nike, Nike guy. Nike. Nike. Oh yeah, they had the big, yeah. um, you know, Joker that or whatever after he won and. Something about a joke. That you, you, you're right on though. There's, I think we just kind of answered our own question. He's doing the promo for it for the NBA because. Nuggets, Lakers, opening night. Something. This guy, I'm thinking well, there's something along Yeah, but they could do that like during media Hold days. On. How big of a business deal is it to get Jokic to fly from Serbia to L.A., though? I mean, it's got to oh, be something. Six figures. Think, yeah. Six figures. It's got to be. <laughs> okay. Like, come on. Come seven on. figures? Come on. He, he left no Serbia way. for L.A.? Not seven. What do you think it would take for Jokic to leave Serbia for L.A. I'd do it for a million dollars. I'd do it for a thousand bucks. I know he said he wants to stay on parade. Actually, you know, curse words, stay on parade. 